0: It's the Wax Midwest Farm Report podcast with Joe Welke, Kristen Smith, and me, Bob Bosold. Glad to have you along this morning. It's chart time on Wax at the shank of the day. Bob and Jill with you as we take a look at some of the news in the world of agriculture, including the August Class Three milk price did come out yesterday on the last day of the month. We will share that with you as we go along this morning, plus uh, lots of numbers as we uh, take it. Speaking of numbers, you had a birthday yesterday. I did have a birthday yesterday. Well, happy birthday. You wouldn't tell me until we were off the air.
1: (laughs) Well, I actually told you beforehand.
0: You did not.
1: I told you the day before.
0: Well, (laughs) I got enough trouble just remembering how to get to work in the morning at my age. so That's uh, okay. But happy birthday. Hopefully you had a good one. The kids came over and you had grandchildren around, so you're all set.
1: You bet. We had pizza
0: and ice cream cake. Oh, ice cream cake. You don't hear about that. That was really the the in thing when we were, you can't even find it in a lot of places anymore.
1: Oh, it was so good.
0: Yeah, I love ice cream cake. Just I suppose I could have brought wrap. you a
1: piece, but it would have been melted by the time <laughs> I got up
0: here. I used to tell people the same thing I brought you one, but it didn't make it all the way. I had to <laughs> stop and get it for it melted. But uh, again, hopefully you had a good birthday and. Uh, we move on from there. We won't even ask you what you got for presents because <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure the list is too long to mention. Well, as we mentioned, we've got uh, the class three milk futures. We got uh, September 1st. I know today is the final day to nominate young farmers for the Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer Competition. The actual competition will be held January 27th through the 29th in Manitowoc. But uh, Google Wisconsin Outstanding Young Farmer, and uh, you'll get uh, Harold and Cindy Matten's address right here in Eau Claire. And uh, you can nominate uh, the young farmers, find out about the criteria, and get them nominated because it's a, it's a good thing. Wisconsin, they still have the OIF, the national OIF, and Wisconsin usually does pretty good in national OIF competition as well. So, again, get them nominated by today. And uh, this being Thursday... We've got, uh, what, uh, fairs starting up in the area. The Ridgeland fairs this weekend. Uh, we've got Minnesota State Fair. We'll go through Labor Day. We've got polls and things like that that we'll talk about. So uh, what am I missing? Anything specific?
1: Uh, I think you got them all because that's what I have here.
0: All right. So we'll we'll update that and refresh and be more specific on that as well. And... Uh, Again, if you want to take a drive, get in your pickup or car right now because that Farm Progress show, that big one out in uh, Iowa, Illinois, that big Farm Progress Day show wraps up today. That's down in Boone, Iowa. First time Iowa's had an outdoor farm show in about four years because of the COVID and uh, alternating between Illinois and Iowa. So they're looking forward to a big show. Secretary Vilsack was there earlier this week talking about uh, production and what he thinks we're going to see, and uh, the impact of maybe some of that weather in some parts of the country that is really shortening up the crop, but uh, not so much around here. We're in pretty good shape. We're kind of in the garden. Four minutes before 5 o'clock, Labor Day. What about the weather? I think you're going to like it.
2: Keeping it rural. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: I know you gave yourself a birthday present yesterday. You went to the hoof trimmer. What color did you have your hoofs painted?
1: They're bright pink. Bright
0: pink. All right. With
1: sparkles. (laughs) With
0: sparkles. Okay. So, uh, as you see uh, somebody walking around with bright pink toenails and sparkles, (laughs) it's Jill. (laughs) And with the sunshine, they might sparkle in the sun because today it'll be partly cloudy, partly sunny. High 87, then down to 66 overnight and clear tonight. Then Friday, 88, partly sunny. Maybe some scattered showers later in the afternoon tomorrow, but that's about the only chance we've got. There's a lot of hay down around the country right now, too. Sun on Sunday and Saturday, 75. Monday and Tuesday, partly sunny. Temperatures crawl back into the low 80s. So, again... It might be Labor Day and people think it's the end of the summer, but man, I'm telling you, some of the best weather of the year is upon us and and will be as we get into September and October. 62 degrees right now in the Chippewa Valley Yes, We'll warm up nicely today. 62, we're going up to 87. Enjoy! It's 5 o'clock. This is 104.5 FM WAXX. So, Claire, let's get some
3: news. NBC News Radio, I'm Trey Thomas. Former President Trump's legal team is reiterating its push to have a third party review documents seized in the FBI's raid of his Florida home. Mark Mayfield with more.
4: In a court filing Wednesday, his lawyers argued they want an independent special master to decide questions of executive privilege. This comes after the Justice Department opposed the move, saying there's no legal basis to appoint one. A federal judge is set to hear both sides of the case in a Thursday hearing, which is set to begin at 1 p.m.
3: Eastern. Former Alaska Governor and Republican Vice Presidential nominee Sarah Palin won't be stepping back into politics, at least for now. Democrat Mary Peltola won Alaska's House seat in a special election. But Palin says she'll compete again in November for the full two-year term in the House. We
5: have just begun, and we, it's... It's a, a fight for what is right for Alaska and for our nation.
3: The state voted to determine who would hold Representative Don Young's seat for the remainder of his term after he passed away in March. NVIDIA has been ordered to stop exporting its two top computing chips for artificial intelligence work to China. The chip designer said on Wednesday the order from the government could cripple Chinese companies' ability to carry out advanced work like image recognition. Former Soviet leader Mikhail Gorbachev will reportedly be laid to rest this weekend. The 91-year-old passed away on Tuesday. The Nobel Peace Prize winner was hailed for having helped end the Cold War. Russian news agencies cited people close to the late leader as saying his funeral will take place Saturday inside Moscow's famed Hall of Columns. You're listening to NBC News Radio. Wax
0: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Once again, this weather forecast is so good, i like to keep giving it to you. Partly cloudy today, another beautiful day. 87 for the high, clear overnight and 66. 88 tomorrow, partly sunny now. Later in the, the later in the day. With the southerly winds, Mike Dandrea says there could be some scattered showers moving through the area. That's Friday afternoon. Then the winds are going to switch more out of the north for the weekend. Sun on Saturday and Sunday, temperatures in the mid-70s. And then on Monday and Tuesday, Monday, Labor Day, partly sunny, 80. Tuesday, if you can figure another day to get off work (laughs) or get somebody to do the chores for you, partly sunny. And 83, so some... Good weekend weather for this Labor Day. 58 in Rice Lake, 53 in Medford. Wausau at 61, Marshfield at 59 this morning. La Crosse 66, Green Bay at 60, Madison Sun Prairie a very pleasant 65 this morning. 72 degrees in Milwaukee, and right now it's 62 in the
6: Chippewa Valley. Farm markets are brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance.
7: Rural Mutual Insurance.
2: It's the Wisconsin Way of Life, Wax 104.5, and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Hey, and we look at the markets brought to you by Rural Mutual Insurance. The birthday girl is with us. Still, I got an older brother that uh, has a birthday yesterday, too, down around the Madison Sun Prairie area. I tried to call him, and this is what's so frustrating. Try to call him on a cell phone. It rings once and says, please leave a message. The party you are trying to call is not available. <laughs> I know he's available. He can't hardly really walk. So I know he's sitting at home doing nothing. So he's not available. I don't know. He may be spending a long time in the bathroom, but but maybe, he still should take his phone with him. What a frustration. <laughs> and I called about an hour apart. <laughs> maybe he looked at the caller ID and
1: said he wasn't quite ready for you.
0: <laughs> I never thought of that. That might have been the reason. But for everybody that had a, a birthday yesterday, hopefully you had a happy birthday. And uh, remember, people are trying to get a hold of you, and you're not. Your phone isn't compete isn't uh, compatible with uh, whatever it takes. But anyway, happy birthday! If you got a birthday today on this first of September, happy birthday to you! Well, let's take a look at the markets again,
1: courtesy of Rural Mutual Insurance, and let's start with the livestock. Jill, choice fed beef steers are one thirty six to one forty eight with mixed at one twenty to one thirty five. Choice fed beef heifers are one thirty seven to one forty seven with mixed at one nineteen to one thirty six. Choice Fed Holstein steers are 132 to 140 with select and silage fed steers 90 to 130. Cows are 74 to 96 with bulls at 80 to 105. Butcher hogs are 91 to 108 with sows at 60 to 69 and a half with boars at 25 to 28 and a half. New crop market lambs are 96 to 110 and feeder lambs are 130
0: to $2. At the Mercantile Exchange, live cattle futures were lower yesterday october at one forty two fifty seven down a dollar and a quarter december cattle one forty eight forty seven down a dollar thirty two february one fifty three thirty two down a dollar two feeder cattle were mixed september one eighty two forty five that was up twenty seven october feeder cattle one eighty three forty seven that was up twenty November, 184, 52, down 17. January, 185, 12, down 37. March, 186, 92, down 57. Lean hog carcass contracts were lower. October, 91, 52, down 207. December at 83, 87, down 162. February hogs, eighty seven eighty down 82. And April at ninety one eighty seven down 37. Board to trade under a lot of pressure from, well, from the weather, of course. Crude oil, what's going on? In case you're wondering about crude oil, man, crude oil's dropped about $7, $8 in the last couple of days. dropped after over a $5 drop the day before. October crude oil down $1.97 yesterday, ninety seven yesterday. Eighty nine sixty seven. That's the first time it's been under $90 in a long time. But again, markets under pressure from uh, the weather, crude oil. The Chinese economy, which is really struggling, and just weak demand across the board. December corn this morning down another six cents at six sixty four. The oats at three ninety five. December wheat down eight to nine cents at eight twenty two. November soybeans down eight cents at fourteen fourteen. Soybean meal for October up three dollars and fifty cents overnight at four hundred and twenty four dollars and Twenty cents a ton. Barrel cheese on change, a dollar eighty-five. The blocks down two and a half, one seventy-two and a half. Butter up a half, three o five and a half. September class three down sixteen at nineteen sixty-three. October down twenty-one, nineteen eighty-nine. November down twenty-nine at twenty seventy-one. December down thirty at twenty eighty-six. January down twenty at twenty sixty. As prices were lower through july so that's a look at our markets this morning courtesy of rural mutual insurance almost 10 minutes after five and another beautiful day out there partly cloudy partly sunny whatever you want to call it high going to be about 87 yeah it's still summer out there and we're still moving around The first voice of agriculture in Wisconsin for over 35
2: years. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. And
0: we'll have that farm truck on the road today. Uh, Where are you going? I'm going to Lake Holcomb. So she'll be at Lake Holcomb High School doing her FFA program for this Saturday. Later on this afternoon, about 2.30, I will be heading down to beautiful Plum City. We'll do the FFA with uh, some of the FFA members down there at Plum City. That'll be on next saturday so uh when you see the wax farm truck on the road give us a honk it's uh, always good to be among friends and we'll be among friends today at up at lake holcomb and then on down to Plum city busy day on wax 104.5 on what will be a beautiful thursday then we're gonna have a pretty nice friday a beautiful weekend and monday and tuesday next week labor day and on we got some nice weather going on here. A lot of hay is down, so uh should have an awfully good crop of hay laying out there that uh, we're going to be picking up here. And I know some folks getting ready to cut fourth crop, and others, I don't know, depending on where you're at and what you're feeding it to, it might be uh, third crop, some might be second crop hay, and for the... Uh, Heifers and beef cows and horses, whatever. We're going to talk a little bit later on about uh, the potato markets. 22% of the crop in Wisconsin has been harvested. A lot of people don't realize Wisconsin is a major producer of fall potatoes. And with Idaho having a pretty tough crop from reports we've got out of Idaho, our, important, our potato crop be more important, uh, will that mean markets are up? But uh, we'll hear... From uh, kind of a wild potato market out there. We'll talk about that here in just a little while. But uh, we've got other farm news to take a look at, including uh, some dairy prices. Jill, what's the latest?
1: So, the official cla- August Class 3 milk price was released yesterday. It was $20.10 a hundred. That's down $2.42 from July price, but up $4.15 from last August. That puts the monthly Class 3 average at $22.56 for the first eight months of the year. Last year, the Class 3 price average ended at $17.08. The all time high monthly average was back in 2014 when the Class 3 averaged $22.34. Moving on to ag exports, U.S. agricultural exports look good as we get close to the end of the current fiscal year, which is at the end of the month. USDA economists expect our final sales total will be a record $196 billion. That would be $5 billion more than early forecasted and up 13% from last year when our ag exports reached a then record $172.7 billion. But on the other side of the ledger, our ag imports will also be huge, about $192 billion. That would be an 18 percent increase from last year, and the biggest year-to-year increase in our foreign egg purchases since 2011. And those ag economists are also looking into our foreign egg trade for 2023, and they don't think it will be quite as good as this year because of expected lower U.S. supplies of products like beef, cotton, and sorghum. They feel our foreign egg sales will drop. $2.5 billion, down to $193.5 billion. They also think we'll buy more egg products from overseas next year, about $197 billion worth, giving us a record egg trade deficit of $4 billion next year. Yeah,
0: and again, it's uh, there's a concern about the supplies. Beef, we uh, reported earlier more beef, more cattle going into feedlots and record numbers in the feedlots. Because they don't have pastures. So the the feeder cattle going in there, cows going to market. So the supply looks like it's going to be down. Same thing with uh, cotton and sorghum in the major growing areas. Really some tough growing conditions. So the supplies next year, and again, next year is October 1st. That's when the 2023 uh, marketing year starts. We work uh, from October 1st to September 30th. So that's what we're looking at, and there are, there are some problems here with uh, finding enough supply to meet world demand. And uh, speaking of supplies, uh, coming out of Ukraine, huh?
1: Yeah, that's good news. They're shipping grain out of Ukraine. In August, about 4 million metric tons of grain went out of Ukrainian ports. Reports from the area say that more than 720,000 tons of grain loaded on 33 ships have left Ukraine over the past several weeks. Those same export reports say another 18 ships are now being loaded with more grain for export. But even with that activity, Ukrainian grain exports are only about half of what they were before the Russian invasion, which began about 120 days ago.
0: And looking forward into that story as well, what's going to happen with production in Ukraine? Because uh, a lot of the farmland is now in Russian hands. And these farmers started this spring to try and get out in their fields. And, you know, when you're starting to prepare the soil and plant it and all of a sudden a couple of rockets drop uh, down the road from you, maybe it's not safe to be out here. So a lot of those fields were abandoned, even though farmers tried to plant. So they don't have as much production area this year because of this Russian invasion, which is now about six months old, about 120 days in. They started in February, remember? That was a long time back, and it's still going on. How long it's going to go, nobody knows. Putin uh, Putin is, well, he's crazy. He's nuts. And so uh, what is going on in his mind is anybody's guess. But uh, at this point in time, what's going on in his mind just isn't very good. So we'll keep an eye on that as well, because that has to do with world supplies as well. It's real out there, what's going on with food supplies for the future. All right, partly cloudy, 87 today, 88 tomorrow. Maybe some scattered showers moving through later on. Then the weekend, Labor Day weekend should be a dandy. 70s on both Saturday and Sunday as we get some breezes out of the north. Monday, Labor Day, partly sunny and 80. Tuesday, partly sunny and 83. Yeah, you got that hay down. It should be uh, with the breezes blowing out there. Roll it over. It should get uh, dry in a hurry. Coming up, we'll hear about these potato markets. What's going on? As uh, we said, Idaho's market's down a little bit. Our crop looks good. We'll find out about potatoes next here on Wax. It's 20 minutes after 5.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: One of the crops that grows in Wisconsin, a lot of people aren't aware of is the potato crop, which makes Wisconsin one of the leaders in fall potato production. Bob Boesel here at the northern end of the world's longest barn. And from the early crop report, Stephanie, it looks like uh, this year's crop is a pretty good one, and I think we're going to need it.
5: That's right, Bob. It's a pretty good crop, and it's also pretty pricey. As we know, inflation and supply chain is making prices up for everything. Even some of the most affordable foods, like potatoes, are seeing those price hikes. I'm Stephanie Hoff for the Midwest Farm Report. The executive director of the Wisconsin Potato and Vegetable Growers Association, Tamas Houlihan, tells me that potato prices are pushing upward due to a national potato shortage. This is a weather-related issue for some of the top growers out west, but Wisconsin growers are stepping up to the plate to make sure that demand is met. Tamas and I talk about that in just a moment. First, he does give us an update on the harvest and the growing season.
4: Well, the Wisconsin potato crop got off to a late start in 2022. We had cold and wet weather conditions lasting throughout April and well into May. And so most growers in the state reported planting about two weeks behind schedule. Um, some central Wisconsin growers were able to start planting in you know early April by about April 10th, uh, quite a few more by April 20th, but it was an unusual spring. Uh, temperatures hit 75 degrees in mid-April, and then they dropped back down into the 40s the last week of April with lows in the 20s, and that's a problem for potatoes. You don't want it to be, you know... Of the threat of frost. And so, you know, it warmed up in May and the heat units finally arrived in early June to get the crop uh, starting to catch up. And that's one good thing about potatoes is they're a resilient crop and they do catch up very well uh, once the heat units come. And we did have a lot of dry conditions throughout June and July, but our growers can irrigate. And so thanks to irrigation, we're, we're catching up. Now, we still are probably, I would say, 10 days behind schedule on average. But it's not going to be a problem. The crop is looking pretty good overall.
5: Potato condition has been in the 90 percentile statewide for a while. That's a favorable number. It is.
4: It is. And our growers really like it, you know, when it's not overly wet. That's the one thing they can't control. Um, If it's too dry, they can always add moisture with irrigation. But when we get really, really uh, wet weather, that's when the growers run into problems. Yeah. And it's similar with temperature. If it gets really hot, uh, it's not good for potatoes to be harvested under those conditions. The potatoes, if they're dug too warm, will break down in storage. And so we're really looking for good 50 to 60 degree temperatures. And uh, I think we've had plenty of that lately.
5: As you mentioned, potatoes don't like it when it's very, very hot. So that raises a question, well, then why are we harvesting already in late July, early August? Can you give us a timeline for these different varieties?
4: Sure. And in some cases, it's driven by the market. And this year, uh, as some people have heard, there was a potato shortage. Um, the crop was smaller in 2021 than usual. And so a lot of folks ran out of potatoes, including the western states, Idaho and Washington, which are really big producers. And so once we get into June and July, we're still um, selling stored potatoes from last fall. And we really ran out um, earlier than usual, about a month earlier than usual. And so as the market got stronger, there was strong demand and very few potatoes. Some of the growers in Wisconsin decided to dig a little bit earlier and they sacrifice a little bit on their yields and the size of the potatoes, but there was such a a market increase in price that they were willing to take that. So we had potatoes being dug in late July, early August, and you're right about the temperatures. You don't want to be digging them when it's 80 degrees out, but we have farms now that can dig 24-7. I mean, when they're you know 50-degree night, that's ideal for potatoes, and it's a good time to harvest them. And so a lot of the canning potatoes as well were dug in late July, early August. And it's surprising how many um, potatoes do end up going into, like, soup can size. Um, Little, small, round, white potatoes were being dug late July, early August. And then as well as some of the chipping varieties, round, rounder, white, larger potatoes, those were being dug, strong demand for chips. Um, the russets the longer ones that are typically used for french fries and for baking and for grocery store sales are a little bit longer season and so the russets are still mostly not being dug we'll let them size up and bulk up uh, well into september and then we'll have some of those being dug as late as the middle of october again they start to get worried about frost by the time you hit October 15th or so but The vast majority of Wisconsin's potato crop will be dug in September and the first two weeks of
5: October. And when we talk about the potato shortage, I want to go back to that. And you (laughs) mentioned that the price then increased significantly because there's such demand for potatoes. Can you give us an idea of just how much that increase was?
4: Sure. I mean, the, the price is generally described as per hundredweight. So per hundred pounds of potatoes sold there's normally a price of anywhere from $12 to $20 uh, on the marketplace. And this year, we saw prices soaring. You know, by early July, we saw $40 per hundredweight prices. And even into August, we've seen $60 and $70 prices per hundredweight of potatoes just because so many stores were out and restaurants were out. And so when there's that kind of strong demand and so few potatoes, the price just goes through the roof for those potatoes that are available. And so that's going to all calm down when the vast majority of the potatoes come out of the ground this fall. Um, That's when the, you know, the bulk of the North American potato crop comes online. And really, it's a global market. I mean, there are a lot of potatoes grown in Canada. Uh, Europe is a big producer. And Europe has had a tremendous drought And so their crop is down. And so we'll be seeing more in terms of export. Uh, The states like Washington and Oregon and and Maine, the ones on the coast in the U.S., ship a lot of potatoes overseas. And so there was incredible uh, demand in July and even into August. And I think we're going to see those prices start to calm down as we get into September, October, and more of the North American potato crop. out of the ground.
5: While more money is desirable, how have inflationary pressures, though, impact growers? I mean, they're still having to deal with high fuel costs. Maybe uh, their parts or equipment have gone up. Maybe labor has gone up. So walk me through what those margins look like for 2022.
2: Yes,
4: that was a tremendous increase uh, for all of our farms. Uh, The input costs rose an average of about 20 percent across the board. And all those areas you just mentioned were included in that. The biggest increases came in fertilizer. Um, Nitrogen costs tripled. uh, Potash doubled. and, And some of these inputs that the growers rely on to get the quality and the yields that they need were just way up in cost. And labor, I mean, not only is the cost up, it's really hard to find. The growers struggle finding good help, especially during the intense seasons of planting and harvest. And so all their input costs were up in the range of 20%. Um, and we're looking at that again uh, going into next year. The costs just have stayed high. And so the margins are very thin. The growers really needed these high prices to help them get through the season. And I don't mean just the incredible high prices in July and August, but the price for potatoes went up probably in that 20% range throughout the season. And it was absolutely necessary just for the growers to break
0: even on their input costs, and again, that's uh, Thomas Houlihan with the uh, potato and vegetable growers talking to our uh, Stephanie Hoff. But again, a lot of people don't realize potatoes a big crop. get about twenty two percent, and it's a excellent crop, which makes it nice this year when prices are up. It's nice when you can harvest something so that uh, you got something to sell. Unlike other parts of the world, uh, as I said earlier. Heard reports that in Idaho some of that dry weather causing a little shorter crop, and Tam has just talked about all that's going into the markets. Speaking of the markets, let's find out what's going into livestock. Rocky's going to join us next from Premier Livestock in Withy.
2: For those who work in acres... Not an hour. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Well, what time is? Almost 29 minutes before 6 o'clock. We've got to get over to Premier Livestock. Rocky is with us this morning. Good morning, Rocky. And I know you guys are always busy. How's it been going so far this week?
8: and uh, going really good, Bob. Uh, thank you. Uh, good morning, everyone. This is uh, yesterday's dairy cattle auction, shaped up here at Premier. We sold 180 head of dairy cattle, uh, one herd of parlor, freestyle cows. Market was very strong yesterday. Uh, top Supreme Fresh cows, mostly 2,000 to 2,550. We had two groups of top Jersey cows selling yesterday. I mean, they were the fancy kind, and they brought 19 to 2,550. Uh, I believe both of them groups average in over $2,000. On those jerseys. Many other cows selling from $13 to $19.50. Uh, top Holstein Spring and Heifers, $1350 to $1,900. Uh, next week, Wednesday's dairy cattle auction, we got three complete herd dispersals, uh, several reputation loads of top fresh cows and spring and heifers. Uh, keep in mind we are closed next Monday for Labor Day, but uh, we will be open starting at 2 o'clock p.m. on Monday, and we will be open all through the night, 24 hours after 2 p.m. Uh, We'll be receiving cattle for Tuesday's auction, which is our special feeder cattle auction. We're expecting a very nice run of feeder cattle, uh, bred beef cows, and beef breeding bulls. Keep in mind, if you're bringing bred beef cows and they're coming in Tuesday, you have to have them in by 9 o'clock a.m. for preg checks. Full list of our consignments. Uh, more detailed information on all of our markets, uh, like, say, upcoming sales, uh, on our website at premierlivestockandauctions.com, or certainly just give us a call, uh, 715-229-2500. We are in the country daily looking at livestock. Uh, we have about seven dairy herds for sale, private treaty in the country, uh, a couple of organic herds, and we got several big parlor freestall herds. So if you're looking for cows, give us a call either way through the auction or on the farm. Uh, once again, 715 715- Two two nine twenty five hundred and Bob. That's the way it's shaped
0: up. So I would imagine the kids have got some plans for a Labor Day weekend for you, don't they? Take you some I'm sure, take I'm, someplace.
8: I'm sure we got something going on somewhere. So
0: um, knowing your kids, they they probably want you to take them out for target practice or something. So yeah, yeah.
8: Well, they've, they've been talking about that already, especially, uh, especially Ailey.
0: So yeah, and that's your daughter. Yeah. Uh, yep. every guy's dream. Find a woman that wants to hunt, huh? yeah I guess, <laughs> but she's been pretty successful
8: oh yeah no yeah she uh she's got a little passion for it, so uh, we're always excited to take her out
0: so what do they like uh she like the rifle or the bull she
8: I haven't got her into the bow yet, oh, you haven't oh, I thought she got I, a uh, deer with a bow nope, one nope, nope, she's just been she's been shooting guns,
0: so well, she's pretty good at it already, yep, all right, hey, you have a good weekend, Rocky. We'll talk to you after labor Day, you too, Bob. Thank you. There he goes. That's Rocky over there, premier livestock in the Withy area. I just love to talk to Rocky about his daughter. <laughs> Off the air, he tells me more stories than he does on the air, but uh, Haley is uh, quite a hunter. Well, let's find out about uh, the Labor Day weekend weather. Go over to Skywarn 13. Mike Dandry is in the weather room this morning. Good morning,
6: Mike. Good morning, Bob.
0: Boy, I'll tell you, this is about as good as it gets. A lot of hay is down. There's not much humidity. The breeze is blowing. It's good drying weather.
6: Yeah, it is until later uh, tonight, and especially into tomorrow when the Uh-oh. humidity works. And, oh, does but, it
0: really? And then maybe some showers? What's what's ahead for us?
6: Yeah, well, we'll just say that today is uh, more of August 32nd than it is uh, September 1st because we'll have uh, plenty of sunshine, and those southerly winds are going to bring in more of that heat and more of that humidity uh, later into the afternoon, and that said, Temperatures will get into the upper 80s. Dew points could creep into the mid-60s. Later on tonight, a little more humidity gets ushered in. Mostly clear, maybe a few high clouds trying to work in with upper 60s for our overnight lows. And then tomorrow, starting off with plenty of sunshine. Not looking like a washout, but we could have a stray chance at a shower. Uh, here and there. But more winds pick up out of the south yet again. Another day that may even flirt with the 90-degree mark. But then going into tomorrow night, we have that cold front moving through just off to our north. and That's really going to cool us off quite a bit. Upper 50s for our overnight lows tomorrow night. And by Saturday, low to mid-70s for our highs. And mainly clear, uh, we'll keep this dry stretch going through the middle of next week. With lows into the upper, excuse me, uh, low 50s for Saturday night. And then by Sunday, not much different than Saturday Monday, a little bit warmer. We'll get into the upper 70s for our highs with low 60s for our lows, and then a little bit of humidity works back in Tuesday, not quite like what we're seeing uh, today and tomorrow, and our temperatures mostly hang out in the low 80s. For now, we're looking at mainly clear conditions, a few areas of fog here and there, but otherwise a temperature of 60 degrees in Eau Claire.
0: Now, football Friday night. What Mm -hmm. what about the showers? Anything to worry about?
6: Well, you may run into a spotty shower, yeah. but it's not going to be anything okay. that would uh, cause those like delays, like we did. Uh, what was that? Two weeks?
0: Yeah, ago? that was. Yeah, they took two days to play some of those games.
6: I was going to say that was not just a high school football night; that was a high school football week weekend. <laughs> yeah. You know, whatever you want to call it.
0: Well, it's a good excuse to have two tailgates for the same football game.
6: That's a very good point. I, I like your thinking there, Bob. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, I've been there, done that.
6: (laughs) Thanks, Mike. Absolutely. Have a good one. What's
0: the current temperature, did you say? 60. 60. We're cooling off. Thank you, sir. Mm -hmm. There goes Mike Dandry over at Skywarn 13 looking at our weather. We'll go into the newsroom next and see what Morgan's up to. The
2: crack of dawn never sounded
0: so good. Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report. Well, let's get into the newsroom. Morgan McCarthy is with us. And just in case you're wondering, I have bacon... I have lettuce. I have mayonnaise. Oh, but I'm lacking what other ingredient?
9: You're lacking tomatoes fresh from the garden. Yes, I am. All right, not for long, buddy. <laughs> Say no more. I can I can arrange that for you.
0: Well, that's good. Uh, I'm hoping your garden has been plentiful. You you can and do any canning or does your does your mother do any canning? I should ask.
9: No, uh it's on her list. When I was younger, we used to do it with my great-grandma all the yeah, time. Yeah, she yeah. would can everything. Oh, it's I unbelievable.
0: They can meat and mm-hmm. I mean it's
9: apples, pickles, canned and apples and oh, yeah, and, yeah we used to can. And everything with her um we haven't done a ton of it recently but that's because uh my farm director keeps taking our tomatoes so there's nothing <laughs> left over to can well i'll
0: tell you Sparse what
9: pantry shelves
0: well i'd take some more too
9: <laughs> All right. What's going I'll let on? Know. All
0: right, what's going
9: on? From the 715 newsroom, we'll take the lid off those headlines, shall we? And that's going to keep us pretty close to our area. Good morning. Here's what we're learning today. We're going to start with John DeMaster on an update as there are now shoplifting charges against a Chippewa County mom who was charged in her son's death with 715 newsroom coverage. This begins on Lake Halley.
6: Prosecutors Monday charged Natasha Bratland with stealing from the Walmart in Lake Halley. Police say she stole about $40 worth of items. Bratland is looking at child neglect charges in Taylor County after her son was hit by a train last summer. Police say Bratland told him she was already going to prison, so she doesn't think stealing from Walmart would make much of a difference. I'm John DeMaster.
9: In other headlines, there's a warning about a sex offender released in the Eau Claire area, so we'll let you know that the police department says David Lyons will be released from prison next week and on GPS monitoring living at the Randall Street home. He was convicted a first-degree sexual assault of a child in Manitowoc County in 1996 and a previous conviction in 92. More info online, you can find that at 715newsroom.com. We started the week talking about uh, the Dollar General in Kenapa being closed with fire hazard issues. That's been resolved and cleaned up, so They're looking to open those doors and reopen the store again. Just a heads up there as uh, firefighters did give the clear for the store to reopen. When it comes to the bird flu, now there are worries about the return of that to the Midwest. The USDA is monitoring after a flock of turkeys in Meeker County, Minnesota, tested positive this week. That's kind of west of the Twin Cities. Wisconsin hasn't seen a bird flu case since May, but you likely remember when Wisconsin was ordering birds destroyed because of an outbreak this spring. And if you're on a flight, sometimes you get those little pack of pretzels or you have to pay a little extra for a a drink. This Southwest flight had some different kind of hiccups, canceled after somebody was sending naked photos to other passengers. A
2: video shows the pilot threatening
4: to return to the gate and deboard everyone and even get security involved if the pictures didn't stop being circulated. A passenger on the recent Houston to Cabo San Lucas flight was using Apple's airdrop feature to connect with other people's iPhones to share files. Southwest released a statement saying the safety of passengers and employees is their priority, and they've addressed the issue. I'm Brian Show.
9: wheels down, but those pants should stay up, right? And we'll take it from the one runway back to the barn with Bob, <laughs> Jill, and the Midwest Farm Show on Wax 104.5. Oh. You fly a lot, Bob? Has that ever <laughs> happened to you? <laughs> no. Okay, just checking. Well,
0: you're supposed to put your plane on air, your phone on airplane mode.
9: And I think you can still airdrop with that on Apple phones. Yeah. So somebody decided they were just going to start dropping photos to unsuspecting passengers.
0: Oh my goodness! No, yeah. that's never happened to me <laughs>
9: yet. Yet, my
0: luck, my luck! I'll get a naked picture of some guy. Some guy that weighs about
9: three hundred and fifty pounds. <laughs> Try to send it back and get a refund, right? <laughs> exactly.
0: I want a fair cut on this one. I got to look at that. Wow! All right, thanks, Morgan. Anytime, Bob. Oh, people who gives you more laughs than people. Nineteen minutes before six o'clock. We've got uh, some calendar. We'll catch up with that. And then we've got uh, some markets to get to. We'll see what Jerry Fitzgerald thinks of all this. I don't know. He might start flying if this is going to happen.
2: Wax 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: 18 minutes before 6 o'clock. Some things going on over Labor Day. And again, you got something going on. Whatever it might be, send it along. We'll uh, pass it along. People are going to be out and about at least they should be because it's going to be a beautiful labor day weekend jill some of the things that we should
1: be aware of well before we go to those things we're going to talk about our august rainfall we got oh yeah uh, we
0: got one of our reporters checked in already
1: yeah greg coleman's checked in and he said he got 4.4 4 inches and four tenths of rain in august
0: now tell everybody where the for those that don't know, the Coleman Burgers <laughs> boys, where are they
1: at? Uh, by Loyal,
0: he yeah, outside of Loyal. So uh, the boys over there keep us informed of, uh, of the rainfall.
1: So tell us the rest. So um, he said his high was eighty-five on the third and the fifth. So I think he what well, didn't I thought I was a little warmer than that, but you know I'm by Osso. Willow Springs in Washington. Loyal's
0: a little different.
1: Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to be a tractor pull in Willow Springs. It's north of Wausau, Sunday and Monday. The start times on Sunday is at 10 o'clock, and on Monday it's at 11. Minnesota State Fair is still going on through Labor Day. If you have uh, your outstanding young farmer, that form is due today. So Google that. You'll find all the links that are needed for that. And if you're looking to do some entries at the World Dairy Expo, that is open until Monday, September 5th at midnight. World Beef Expo entries are also due. They're open until September 11th. If you're looking for a community fair, Ridgeland has their fair over the weekend. They've got a lot of stuff going on, demo derby and tractor pulls. And there's also a Labor Fest on Monday to celebrate Labor Day at Phoenix Park, starting at 1030
0: all right, so lots of things going on around the area. And Again, that uh, outstanding young farmer application due today. You can Google Wisconsin OIF and get all the information you need there. Let's get to some markets. The sale barn, uh, Jill. That's where
1: we're gonna go first. Let's head on over to Baron. To hear from Amber. Fed cattle choice hosting
5: steers sold from a dollar sixteen to a dollar twenty six. Unfinished steers and heifers sold from a dollar fifteen and down. Cowcows, the top 20% sold from 74 to 80, chopping out at 85. 60% sold from 64 to 73, and the bottom 20% sold from 63 and down. Cowboys sold from 75 to. 98 topping out at 110.50. Calves. Quality Holstein bull calves sold from 50 to 135. Quality Holstein heifers. Calves sold from 90 and down. Light and pork quality calves sold from 45 and down. Beef calves sold from 100 to 170. Our next sheep, goat, small animal, and beef sale is Saturday, September 17th at 10 a.m. We are having a horse and tack sale on October 1st. If you have any questions, please contact Al at 608-477-5825. Thank you and have a good day
2: feeding information to the folks who feed you. WAX 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
1: It's quarter to 6. It's 60 degrees out there. And if you're if you're looking for our tractor pull for Saturday, the Mid-State state Pullers of Wisconsin are having a pull in Hawkins starting at 11:30. And, and now we
0: shouldn't have trouble finding it in Hawkins.
1: Probably not. And now let's head on over to Sparta Equity and hear from Hut
10: Eamon. Fed cattle selling lower today with the high yielding choice beef, steers and heifers one forty four to one fifty one, the choice and select beef steers and heifers one thirty three to one forty three, the dairy cross steers one twenty six to one forty, the high yielding choice holstein steers one twenty four to one thirty one, the choice and select holstein steers one thirteen to one twenty three with the unfinished steers, heifers and heavy steers one twelve and down. Cow market lower with the high yielding count was seventy one to eighty. The cutters and utility cows fifty five to seventy, with low yielding and canner cows fifty four and down. Bull market steady with most bulls 95 to 110 with a thin full and bulls over a ton discount at 94 and down. Calves today sold by the pound with a steady market with 80% of the Holstein bull calves bringing 80 to 140. The quality Holstein heifer calves 30 cents to a dollar. The quality beef calves $2 to three twenty five The light and poor quality calves 10 to 60 cents per pound. Just a reminder, our next sale will be Thursday, September 1st. For our special dairy and feeder cattle sale with dairy cattle starting at 12 noon followed by feeder cattle at 12 30 this is hot at equity lives like in sparta with this marketing update and we thank you for your business
2: keep it at rural wax 104.5 and the midwest farm report
0: more market information as we wrap up the sale barn activity from over at equity in stratford this morning jerry fitzgerald From the Stratford ship. When was the last time you were in an airplane? Oh, uh, I'm just got to
7: think. Oh, when we made we went down uh, down south to visit the cousins.
0: Oh, down in Louisiana, huh? Yep. Did anybody uh, airdrop pictures of naked people to you on the plane? (laughs) (laughs) Not that I recall. That's crazy. I mean, people are crazy, but, uh, I mean, what do they think they're going to accomplish by doing that? And I'll bet people, when they found out who did it, I'll bet the other people that had to get off the plane and delay the plane, I'll bet they were ready to kill this guy. They were about ready to make him naked and tar and feather him and run him down the runway. Oh, Lord. Or a woman. I don't know who did it. It was a guy or a gal. I don't know. Well, I'll tell you
7: it is interesting, though, when you get to various airports around the country, Man, there's a lot of strange looking characters at some of them places, too.
0: I know. It almost looks like a state fair, doesn't it? <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> What's going on in Stratford so far this week,
7: Chair? <laughs> we, better, we better do some constructive here before we get in real trouble here, Bob. Thank you, and a very good morning to everyone. Uh, somebody from uh, yesterday Wednesday here at Equity Stratford. We'll start out with the uh, feeder cattle auction yesterday. Lightaway beast here selling mostly from 130 to $197.5. Heavier beef steers, uh, about all the weights of the heavier beef steers, mostly from 120 to 170. Lightweight uh, beef heifers from 140 to 190. Heavier beef heifers from 115 to 157. In the Holstein line yesterday, lighter weight Holsteins from 105 to 140. Heavier Holstein steers from 115 to 127. Now we're we'll getting into the market auction yesterday, uh, cows on a weaker trend, uh, uh, high-yielding fleshy cows yesterday, mostly from 80 to 92, extreme top in the cows, 99.5, most of the cows in yesterday's sales selling from 60 to 80, thinner cows like carcass cows below 60. On the fed cattle trade, choice grading Holstein steers are mostly from 118 to 130, high-yielding choice prime Holsteins from 130 to 135. Selecting underfinished cattle one fifty and below on the bull trade uh, yesterday better quality bulls from ninety five to one twelve light bulls lighter weight bulls ninety and below on the calf market good quality Holstein bull calves fifty to one thirty uh, very limited demand on the heifer calves are from about twenty to forty and those good quality beef calves one fifty up to three thirty five and we are at Thursday here uh, our auction this morning begins at 11 o'clock. Marketing auction today includes our market cows, fed cattle, and baby calves. And just a reminder, of course, Labor Day next Monday, we will be closed. Uh, open up back on Tuesday morning. Uh, next week, Tuesday we'll have the hay auction. We'll have dairy cattle sale, market auction for market cattle and organic market cattle and baby calves. So next Tuesday will be a busy day. And uh, we do have a lot of information on our website. Uh, invite your folks to check that out, Equity Co-op. Bradford page and you'll be right there and bob lots of lots of field work being done but just uh, sure you guys probably mentioned it, but most schools reopening today so good yep. luck to the kids but again the buses are going to be on the roads folks so uh, if you're in hurry, leave early absolutely
0: good advice good advice and september farm safety month we'll have the official week later on so uh, let's do everything safely thanks jerry we'll talk to you in the morning you betcha, Bob. Enjoy the day. We will. Jerry Fitzgerald over at the Equity Stratford Sale Barn. Wax
2: 104.5 and the Midwest Farm Report.
0: Brought to you our markets by the folks at Synergy Cooperative in Ridgeland this morning as we look at the Board of Trade under a lot of pressure with, uh, well, the weather Crude oil and crude oil did get on another dollar ninety seven yesterday, below ninety dollars eighty nine sixty seven. Chinese economy is also a mess and just a general weak demand. So December corn down to six cents overnight at six sixty four. The oats down a fraction three ninety five. December wheat down eight to nine cents at eight twenty two. November beans down eight at fourteen fourteen. Meal for October up three dollars and fifty cents overnight four hundred and twenty four
1: dollars and twenty cents. Country elevator prices wheat and grain Chippewa Falls location is at 657 with corn is at 657 with soybeans at 1342 Carnersville location corns at 659 with soybeans at 1337 doomer's grain of Holman corns at 619 with soybeans at 1488
0: and uh, looking at the DTn screen best corn price of the day at Golden Plump, 675 a bushel at baldwin the corn is 604 the beans 1333 Duran, 594 on the corn, 1323 on the beans. Mondovi, 599 and 1333. Elmwood corn is 604, beans 1338. Fall Creek, the corn is 589, and the beans at 1308. Osseo corn 609, beans thirteen thirty eight. In Elk Mound, corn is 634. Soybeans 1348. Sparta, 639 on the corn, 1384 on the soybeans. And over at Ellsworth, corn is 584 on Beans, 1308. Ethanol plants, at Boysville 664. Stanley, 669, with the Richmond grain facility at 664. Barrel cheese, 185, unchanged. Blocks down 2.5 at 172.5. Grade AA butter, up a half a cent at 305.5 a, a pound. Class 3, under pressure. We've got uh, September down 16 at 1963. October down 21 at 1989. November down 29 at 2071. December down thirty at twenty eighty six, January down twenty at twenty sixty. And in case you missed the uh, class three price for August, it did come out yesterday. And Jill, what uh, what does that number look like?
1: Twenty dollars and ten cents. A hundredweight.
0: And what's that compared to last week, last month, last year?
1: Yeah. <laughs> the average is twenty two dollars and fifty six cents, but it was down it was down two dollars and forty two cents from July. And but it was up four dollars and fifteen cents from last August.
0: And uh, so the again the August Class Three price officially
1: twenty dollars and ten cents a hundredweight.
0: Alrighty, so uh, almost uh, well maybe not quite as good as the weather. Partly cloudy today, 87 clear overnight, 66 tomorrow. Partly sunny, and maybe some showers moving in a little later on in the day, but it looks like a beautiful Labor Day weekend in You've the You've been listening to the Midwest Farm Report, available at WaxRadio.com in its
2: entirety every day. Brought to you in part by Bluff Country Feed and Seed in Montovie and the Chilson family of brand dealerships, Chippewa Falls and Kadah. On-demand content at WaxRadio.com.